This is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get it all out now. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. For the week. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is Diapers and Disciples. <laughs> I'll just turn around. You could look at my back. <laughs> oh, man. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 78. 78. On, On Diapers, Diapers and Disciples, disciples we're, we're talking about living, living out the Great Commission, Commission as, as a, mom. a mom. Today I'm joined by my husband, Cameron O'Hearn, back by popular demand. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I say that every time I have you on. Yeah. Today we are talking about, first let me apologize that an episode was not released last week. I'm a little behind on editing. I actually have three recorded podcasts, but I just haven't been able to um, get them out as quickly as I was able to. We've kind of had a crazy month. I've had some medical stuff going on, and Cameron has been busy with work. It's kind of a busy season for us. Because you're putting your mom vocation first. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. That's good. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> Explain that dream. Ready? Okay, here's how we do this. <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll do this really quick. Yeah, we're run, we're, we're running to... <laughs> short on time. We're here's trying to keep we... this episode succinct. It's, it's I know, so <laughs> I know okay. we get kind of long we sometimes. Sh- I'm going to share a dream I had recently, and oh, you no. explain me what it means. Okay. And then... And you then share I'll your share dream, okay. and I'll explain what it is. I didn't know we were doing this. Just a heads up. <laughs> All <laughs> okay, right, so my ahead. dream I had recently was I was a priest, but I was also married to you, and I was doing the sacrament of confession. For me? No. Oh. For someone. So I was, uh, I was a priest, and I remembered in the dream I was married to you. So I'm just hanging out. I'm a priest. I was looking on my phone trying to figure out the prayer of absolution. <laughs> so what does that mean? What do you think it means? No, what does know. that mean? You're the dream interpreter. That's how the game works. <sighs> okay. Well, this... What does it mean? Can I tell you something interesting? I don't think I've ever told you this. We might edit this out <laughs> later because I don't want to get so long. Oh, my God. But I was really interested in the idea of dreams in college. And so my friend <laughs> Shelby and I both got these dream journals. And we would write down our dreams to help us remember as soon as we woke up. And then we'd, like, talk about our dreams afterwards. And... That's not what a dream journal is. <laughs> What's a dream journal? A dream journal is dreams that you want to, like, accomplish someday. <laughs> Their dreams about the future. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) this is another kind of dream journal. Anyways. um, Okay. What does it mean? Well. You're the expert. Aren't we all called to. Be a priest. Yeah. Some kind of priest. (laughs) Prophet. King. Okay. Is that what it means? What is it telling me? Let's see. I think, is there, maybe there's someone in your life that you need to. Absolve of sin? (laughs) No. Forgive? Yes, forgive. Extend your forgiveness to. Whoa. Yeah. It's interesting. All right, your turn. Okay. 
Um, last <laughs> night, <laughs> last night I had a dream that I was flying. <laughs> I already told Cameron this. Okay, last night I had a dream that I was flying, <laughs> but I was flying in a house inside, <laughs> and house. I was get this dusting everything in like the upper region of the house. Like, okay, here's what I think shelves. that means. <laughs> Okay, you're a mom, right? Right. You're just ready to just just break free and like explode and like just you don't want to be strapped down anymore. You know, just making dinner. You want to be dusting. <laughs> and not just dusting the ground or the counters. You want to be dusting the ceiling and like the tops of the cabinets where you don't see. So I think that's what it means. Like you're ready for, you're ready for I'm big ready things. For the next you're level. ready for dusting. Okay. I think we should get you a duster. <laughs> that's your dream. All right. Put it in your dream journal. Okay, let's do that. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that that is uh, <laughs> that is the game. We might cut that part. <laughs> we'll keep it in. Okay. Okay. Um, today we wanted to talk about pillars of our marriage in the form of wisdom from the saints and scripture, particular verses that have meant um, things to us in our yeah. marriage, that have really resonated with us, that we've kind of come back to. They just keep coming up again yeah. and again and again. Exactly. Almost mm-hmm. daily. Yes. So I think I'm going to start us off, if you don't mind. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, this is from, um, well, it's in a couple different gospels, but this particular passage is from Mark. 14 verses 3 through 7-ish. I'm not sure where I'm going to stop. So, And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at table, a woman came with an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, very costly. And she broke the jar and poured it over his head. But there were some I was going to have to say this word. But there were some who said to themselves indignantly, why was, the, why was the ointment thus wasted? For this ointment might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the, to the poor. And they reproached her. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. Costly nard. Yes. What do you want to say about that? What I want to say is that um, the reason this verse has been coming back to us is because we think about, well, we worry about money a lot, just to be frank. I think a lot of people do. But um, yeah, we worry about money a lot. And it feels like when money starts to dwindle or like, dissipate or you have to throw a lot of money at a car repair or throw a lot of money at a dental procedure it just like (laughs) causes me to just get really stressed out uh but when you think of everything being an opportunity to break the jar open Mm -hmm. so to speak to like okay this money is not just thrown over here and it's a waste but this is costly nard Mm -hmm. this is 
love of God. Mm-hmm. This is not my money. And I'm going to, if you, if you decide to turn it into a prayer, like a sacrifice, then it's poured out on the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because 300 denarii, a denarii is a day's wage. So like a year's salary on this nard jar. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was probably uh, Mary Magdalene's jar. That's what tradition says. Hmm. Who was a prostitute. So it was money gained from prostitution spent on this jar a year's wages and then just completely. So it was wasted. The way it was <laughs> bought it was was a waste. The way it was used was a waste. Mm-hmm. And that's what Judas said. It's a waste. But Jesus said, look how beautiful it was. that This was a, a, a worshipful, loving thing she did for me. Mm-hmm. So... Whenever I'm worried about money, Amber says, costly nard, babe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And what's great about that, um, what you said about the money not being ours, it's not our money. Like everything is the Lord's. And Mm. if we want our money to go towards like rebuilding our emergency fund, but God wants the money to go towards a new engine for our car. Yeah. Battery. What did we just get? A new battery for our car. Then that's where God wants the money to go. Yeah, because like if you put $5 in the collection basket, you don't really feel like you're worshiping God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a sacrifice of praise. But when you spend $1,000 on your car, you feel it. Mm-hmm. And it it's only a waste if you don't decide it's a sacrifice for God. Mm-hmm. Like it is a waste if you're just like, oh man, I had to spend that money on the car. But if you're like, no, I love you, Jesus, that money was for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. Yeah, I love that. That's okay. great. Okay, what's next? Um, DeSales. Oh. St. Francis DeSales. Yeah, so I, I couldn't find it in the book Introduction to the Devout Life, which is one of our favorite books. Mm-hmm. But I know he says something to the effect of don't choose a hundred different devotions. Choose one or two devotions and do them well. Mm -hmm. Being a Catholic means we have like all these things we can do. And if you ask someone, what does it mean to be a Catholic? They all say, they can say so many different things. Mm -hmm. They can say, you genuflect when you go into the pew. You wear a scapular. You pray the rosary. You go to adoration. um, You do novenas. You go to daily mass, you go to mass, you um, do spiritual communions, uh, you have a devotion to Mary, to the saints. So many devotions. If we if we sat here for 10 minutes, we could come up with 100 mm-hmm. easily. Different devotions that, quote unquote, should do. But DeSales says, choose the one, choose a couple and do them well. Mm-hmm. Because it's you can just feel like, I don't know if you just do a ton of different devotions, but with not much heart, mm. I mean, what are you even doing? They're yeah. not devotions. You're not devoted. Right. <laughs> d- be devoted to your devotions. Mm. So choose two and do them well. Yeah. Okay. That's great. I love that. Um, hashtag. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Along it's those, trending now. <laughs> along those lines, um, 
I'm renewing my consecration to Jesus through Mary right now. And I was just reading something from uh, St. Louis de Montfort, who said, We must choose, therefore, among all the devotions to the Blessed Virgin, the one which draws us most toward this death to ourselves. Okay, so before that, he's talking about dying to ourselves. Um, so we must choose, therefore, among all devotions to the Blessed Virgin, the one which draws us most toward this death to ourselves, inasmuch as it will be the best and most sanctifying. So don't choose a devotion <laughs> that you like. Choose a devotion that's most efficacious, right? Mm. That's most effective, mm -hmm. right? I think you can choose one you like as well. But... Okay. But let Is me... that the standard he's talking about? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> We don't agree on everything. Oh, no. Because <laughs> he's saying, like, there's an objective standard. There's, like, some devotions mm. are better than others. Mm. Right? Yeah. So if I like okay. if I like the easy devotions. Yep. I see. Like, you know what devotion I like? What devotion? Is grace before meals. I crush that. <laughs> Every time, I crush it. Yeah. And that's all I, like, I do that and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Not all devotions are the same. That's that's good. I agree with that. Okay. Okay. So we wanted to bring this up because we... Want to be... Want to get hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> we want to rattle the cage. <laughs> We're rattling the cage. Okay. And I've alluded to this in an episode, a couple episodes ago, um, with Kimberly. I think that's who I was talking to about this. And it's about praying the family rosary. Are we pros at this? We're cons. <laughs> that was stupid. Um, we are not pros. We're we, amateurs. We we want to pray the rosary, the family a family rosary every together day. every day. We want to do that. Yes. And you know what else? We think every Catholic family should want to do that. Yes. Even if you don't feel like the rosary is your devotion. Yes. Or that it resonates with you. Because it's, if you look at the tradition of the church, like time and time again, saint after saint, it's a devotion that's encouraged above all other devotions next to just underneath mass, holy mass. It's like, go to mass, pray the rosary. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, so it... <laughs> We can't just like come to the, 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 you know, listed devotions and just pick what we want because that's, that's a weird standard to judge by. You pick by what's most effective and how do you know what's most effective? Look at what the saints tell us to do. Yeah. And Mary herself. Yeah. Like at Fatima and Lourdes. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Every, every, uh, apparition. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we just focus so much on our feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what feel, like our culture, we're so focused on our feelings. Um, I heard it said recently that the rosary is not a prayer that should feel nice when you pray it. It's a prayer not for uh, a feeling, but it's a prayer to be accomplished. Mm. Because it's, if we think of prayer as actually causing something, mm -hmm. 
a prayer marathon is going to do a lot. <laughs> it's however many Hail Marys mm. and Our Fathers and interceding. You know, it's, yeah. it's a huge prayer. And if we did that every day, how much... What was that quote you read the other day? St. Pius X. If a million families oh. were to pray the rosary every day, the world would be saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So. I, I hear it all the time in Catholic circles. It's like, oh, it, yeah, it's like, you know, we thought we had to pray the rosary because that's what good Catholics do. And I'm so guilty of, like, even encouraging this. Yeah. Where someone says that to me and it's like, Yeah, do what well, works for you. Yeah, exactly. But now... I don't, yeah. We're coming strong. We're coming down strong. <laughs> yeah. It, just because if you just take the the saints and the tradition of the church, just look at it. Just look at the consistency. And you know what we should do in the future, in a future show, is like come with the actual like evidence. We'll do like it. Like saint after saint after saint. Like, mm-hmm. Look what they say about the rosary. Mm-hmm. So not all devotions are equal. So it's not, oh, it just didn't work for you. Can you spare 15 minutes? Of course you can. Yeah. How much is it? How long is a Netflix show? Yeah. I bet we, most of us get in a show like once a day. Mm Mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. We certainly spend that time on social media every day. Yeah. Most of us. And it's, just remember that. It's a prayer to be accomplished. You don't have to feel like you're, you get Mm -hmm. the fuzzies or anything. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Know you've prayed it. Mm. Know that you're in line with the saints. And just accomplish it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do the rosary. We're saying we it to ourselves. Yeah, we too. didn't even do the rosary today. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are in bed. We're winding down. We didn't even do our rosary today. Mm-hmm. So we're we're telling ourselves this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay, what's next? All right. P the P. That's you. P the P, it's what we say. (laughs) Brother Lawrence. How is he not a saint? Not even a... BL? Um, (laughs) I don't know. We got a... Brola? (laughs) As we call him. Okay, Brother Lawrence. P the P. All right, here's what... Practicing the presence of God. The practice of the presence of God. The P of the P of the G. Okay. Okay. What does he say? This is revolutionary. This might be, I'm not going to pick a favorite of all these, but this is up there. Okay. It's at least top six or seven. <laughs> I think we're doing seven. Okay. Okay. He says, for me, the time of action does not differ from the time of prayer. And in the noise and clatter of my kitchen, while several persons are together calling for as many different things, I possess God in as great tranquility as when upon my knees at the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. That's so good. So Brola, (laughs) Brother Lawrence, (laughs) this is an amazing short book, and uh, you should get a copy of it, The Practice of the Presence of God. He he basically unlocks something. It's like, Mm. how do you pray constantly? And it's, you could call it a technique, but it's really simple. It's Mm -hmm. a constant awareness or gaze 
um, of God. Mm. It's looking at him, just being aware he's with you. Yeah. Um, at every moment of the day. And it's a practice. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. practice of the presence of God because it's, it's hard yeah. to like continue doing it and remember he's with you. And Brother Lawrence was so good at this, but he still took his daily prayer as well, like set times of the day prayer. Yeah. Even though he probably, I mean, he was probably just always aware of God's presence because he had practiced that so much. Well, the catechism says... Exactly. Oh, you... Say it. No, No. let's say it together. No, you say it. Take it back. (laughs) I don't know if I know it word for word. It says... um, to pray at all, all times, times, you must, must pray, pray at, at specific times, constantly <laughs> willing it. Yes. Paraphrased. That might not exactly It's be pretty it. close. Yeah. Yeah. So there must be like an anchor in the day. Like you mm. pray at this time so that you can like carry that fragrance, fragrance with you. Like to say, I would say it's kind of like a, a bouquet. You're, you gather the bouquet. And you carry it with you for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly smelling the, the roses. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, P the P, that's revolutionary. Yeah. Like with, with all those little people yelling at you in mm-hmm. the kitchen. Yeah. And like you're in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading that this morning, something St. Faustina said as well. We're going to be talking about her in a little bit too. But she was talking about going about your, approaching your daily duties as if you were approaching Holy Communion. Mm-hmm. I love it when you see different saints' writings overlap and mm-hmm. say the same thing in different ways. Yeah. It just reaffirms it. Yeah, I was even thinking uh, that St. Teresa quote about uh, God walks among the pots and pans as well, as mm-hmm. you were talking about in the kitchen. I was like, yeah, all these, <laughs> all these saints, yeah. weaving them together. Okay. Next, we have... Intermission. The Fonz. The Fonz. Is that me? St. Alphonsus. Uh, yes. Well, no, here, I, I can read it. Let me give a here, little Here, you preface. should read... You should read all the way down to Little Prophet from it. This okay. whole section. Great. It's okay, worth reading. Okay, so this is from St. Alphonsus Liguori. The Practice of the Love of Jesus Christ. Which didn't I just tell you that this is what he would say was his most important work yeah. writing? Yeah. Um, and he's the patron saint of moral theologians. Yes. He's like the, if you want to know, like, how do I live the Christian life? Like, what's the practical way to live the Christian life? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the right, like, moral character I should have? Like, how should I form my conscience? Like, how do I follow Christ? Yeah. Alphonsus Liguori is the guy yeah. to follow. And isn't it something like confessors can pretty much just like follow St. Alphonsus Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what it was. It might have been in a church document. But basically you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. basically said, read Alphonsus Liguori and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You can't go wrong. You're so right. an interesting thing about this book, Cameron read this book and then he realized that the last chapter 
is a summary of the entire book. And then he realized that the last page of the last chapter is a summary of the last chapter. (laughs) So Cameron read the whole book, and then I read the last page, which was a summary of everything in the book. And I went, oh, man. (laughs) All right, so St. Alphonsus. Some people are deceived because they wish to become saints, but after their own fashion. They want to love Jesus Christ, but in their own way, without giving up their diversions, their vanity of dress, their appetizing foods. They love God, but if they do not succeed in obtaining such and such a position, they live restless lives. If their self-esteem is offended, they flare up. If they don't recover quickly from an illness, they lose all patience. They love God, but they won't let go of their attachment to riches, to worldly honors, to the vanity of being thought noble, wise, and better than others. Such individuals say their prayers and go to communion, but because they bring with them hearts full of earth, they derive little profit from it. The Lord does not even speak to them, for he knows he would be wasting his words. He said just that to St. Teresa one day. I would speak to many souls, but the world makes so much noise in their ears that they cannot hear my voice. Oh, if only they would stand a little apart from the world. Yeah. Oh, I think I went a little further than we talked about. Some people are deceived because they wish to become saints, but after their own fashion. Yeah, so I think... Um, you know, being saved by Jesus, being baptized, confirmed, living our faith, like living the sacramental life. Yeah, we can get into heaven, you know, with a lot of kicking and screaming, like just a lot of frustration, a lot of this Mm -hmm. and that. But what he's saying is if you want to be a saint, basically like live your life with a complete yes. Mm. (laughs) Like, stop worrying about if I only had this, if I only had that, if if this was a little different then, you know? So that's so good. Yeah. Which I think we, about that. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. We do. And it's, it's so easy to think like, oh, I wish, um, you know, I want to be, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where... You know, I, I want to be a saint in this way by, like, reading my Bible and sipping my coffee and, like, doing it this way. That sounds great. But <laughs> uh, the people that become saints become saints in the way that God wants them to become saints. And basically, it's whatever happens to you. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. It's not like yet it's hard to figure out. Exactly. It's whatever's right in front of you. Exactly. Like, today <laughs> when you did all that work fixing the faucet in our bathroom... And then realized that it's we're like we're gonna have to do something else. It was all a waste. Yeah, but it wasn't a waste. <laughs> but it wasn't a waste because because it was God's will. Alphonsus <laughs> says, <laughs> yeah, and and just like oh man, how much more good I could do if I had like ten thousand dollars more a year mm. in salary, mm. you know, or if I didn't have this bad back you know um or if uh you know i wasn't so stressed at work or you know you can talk about all that yeah and i I think we (laughs) we 
have realized we have a tendency and I think other people have this tendency to say, you know, we're in our, our apartment. When we're in a house, yeah. then we will have made it. <laughs> when we're making this amount of money, then we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> when we live closer to family, then we'll be all right. When you're done with school, then we're going to be yeah. fine. And I, I know we have that tendency to say next thing, next thing, next thing. So when you finished school this year, last year, we said... No more. No more. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> We've arrived. <laughs> Happily ever after starts now. <laughs> oh, goodness. Whether you like it or not. Yep. Yeah, we've it. been joking about that. It's like, all right, so now... Happily ever after. <laughs> Fix the faucet. Happily ever after. You got it. <laughs> All right. I think this leads us into St. Faustina. Okay. Faust the boss. You want to take that? Oh, yeah. It's my turn. What am I reading? Um, well, I think you were just going to talk about the cross the oh. page. Overall, what we've been reading in her diary I kind of recently... Meant- has been about it too. the will of God, embracing See, it's, the will it's, of God, it's loving the, overlap. the will of God. Yep. Um, okay, this is crazy. This is still like, this is like offensive to me. This is like, I read this <laughs> and I was mad when I read it and scared. Okay. This is going to scare you guys. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm going to find that quote that I like that you said was not a singer. <laughs> just wasn't a, a zingy. <laughs> okay. All right, here it is. All right, so Jesus told her, she was going on this retreat, and he told her to do this, basically take out two clean sheets of paper. And this is what he told her to do on the first one. Write down, from today on, my own will does not exist, and cross it out. Oh, man. So then she crosses it out, and on the next page, he tells her to write, From today on, I do the will of God everywhere, always, and in everything. That's so scary. That's intense. You know why that's scary? Why is it scary? It's because I I can't pray that. Mm. I tried. And I can't authentically, like, Mm -hmm. pray that. I've prayed prayed for the desire to pray this. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as I've gotten. But I know this is what makes a saint. Mm -hmm. A saint is a little Christ. It's someone who's completely emptied themselves. Like that icon of Theotokos. Mm. Like Mary. Complete empty space in her heart. Mm. And that's where Jesus is. Blessing everyone. Mm. That's that's what a saint does. Mm -hmm. And I... Yeah, try, try to pray that. And then you realize, oh, that's why I'm not a saint. Because yeah. I have this self-will inside of me. Mm-hmm. I want all these little creature comforts. Because yeah. I don't want to... <laughs> I want to do God's will in so many different ways. But I don't want to give up like the things I like. And I'm scared if I give him my entire will. That it's going to be like, I have to... I just don't know what it means. It's a mm-hmm. big question mark. It's a big... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to given my life but i also want to play board games and <laughs> yeah but he Nap. he knows that that all right you pray the prayer 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like to say my own will does not exist. Is that Galatians 2.20? I've been been crucified crucified with Christ. Yep. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Mm Mm-hmm. In the life Life I now now live live in the flesh, flesh, I live live by by faith faith in the the Son of God, God, who loved me and gave gave himself for for me. Thank you, Net Ministries, for (laughs) teaching us how to do scripture memory. Thanks, Mark Bridgham. (laughs) The founder of Net Ministries. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was those uh, scripture memory books? Anyways. Hey guys. Hey podcast. <laughs> Thanks for okay. joining us. Can Thanks I... for eavesdropping. <laughs> All right. Let me say the quote that summarizes this. Oh, it's a zinger. <laughs> no, it's grades from St. Faustina. Okay. St. Faustina. True love of God consists in carrying out God's will. Yeah, drop the mic. That's oh it. Gosh. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know how to get this stable. Let's... I dropped the mic. <laughs> All right. Yep. That's okay. it. Well, thanks for listening. Sorry that went a little longer than we expected. Wait, wait, we wait. One more from the one and only. It's uh, the finale. Okay. No Can... prep. Nope. No preface? Nope. Okay. Because it speaks for itself. And it, it's better if there's some dead air, like if there's not talking okay. while I find it. Okay. Like you don't have to fill the empty space. That's great. Like you can just wait. Yeah. And like, I'm not planning on editing this. I'm just going to yep. release it. Because it builds the anticipation. Should I tell them to All right, here it is. fast forward 30 no. seconds? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's going to sound familiar, but it's like, it's a new, it's like you've never thought, it's going to change the paradigm with which you view life. Okay, here it is. Smile until you laugh. Laugh until you cry. Cry until you dance. Dance until no one is watching. (laughs) Okay. Now that's a zinger. That is a zinger. That's one of my favorites from this guy. (laughs) Who is There's this guy, Neil Giraldo. It's not it's not the real Neil Giraldo. No, it's a not Pat Benatar's. And it's not an imposter account. It's like what do you call that? Like a fan account yeah it's like i'm a big fan okay so you, you guys gotta, gotta follow, follow this guy on twitter on twitter neil geraldo n-e-i-l underscore geraldo that's g-i-r-a-l-d-o <laughs> neil geraldo you will cry until you laugh and there laugh until are you many dance. many more of these little zingers if you will would you like to read another one while you're at it yeah, let's see. Sometimes I just drive around the interstate for hours. Life is about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, that's true, right? Yeah, that's great. it's not about the destination. It's about driving around for hours. Yeah. Hug until it hurts. 
integrity, crying when everyone else is laughing. <laughs> it's integrity. <laughs> okay, well, if you want more, you can follow that account. Um, uh, should I tell them who it is? <laughs> no, we'll see we, if they can figure we it out. We know who it is. We know who it is. <laughs> we'll see if you can figure it out. <laughs> Based on the only two people that follow him currently. <laughs> no, there's like 17 people. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's like 17 people follow him. All right. Um, would you close us in prayer? Yeah, should I uh, do, do a kneel, kneel prayer? Probably not. Unless you want to do a kneel prayer okay. and then transition into... Yeah, we don't want this to get too heavy. That's true. Impossible is just two words. I'm possible. <laughs> and we'll, we'll leave you with that. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we want to follow you. And we want to be a saint. But it's really hard to do that. Um, please help us pray every day. Help us pray constantly. Help us follow your will. Help us um, see all the sacrifices in our life as costly nard. And help us uh, just give a big yes uh, to following you so we can stop being um, full of ourselves and full of worry and anxiety, but uh, full of you, full of grace, life, freedom. Um, bless everyone who's hearing this podcast, especially the moms who are hearing all the screaming kids and all the needs and, and, uh, the work that just seems to pile up and never, never go away. Uh, pray that all the moms out there can practice your loving presence and feel you and be aware of you, um, every moment of every day. We love you, Jesus. Guide us home. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. What? <laughs> Do you have a sign-off? Well, thing I think do? I was going to close with oh, something like, like I was a zinger. <laughs> something like you have been listening to diapers and disciples. <laughs> you should have said like. You should have had like your own like conclusion, like like wrap up everything all the saints said in like one line, kind of like, like to the, summarize, like the Saint Alphonsus Liguori effect, where yeah, there's like a exactly. chapter and then a page. So like if you could summarize it in two words, <laughs> God's will. Boom. What would you say? Will God? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks. You should give me more words. <laughs> you can have four. Four words? Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> I was counting in my brain. Great. Pray the rosary. <laughs> <laughs>